Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice. I am the dealer and this is my choice. I nailed it. Hello, Morgan and Zach. How are we going? Hello. <sighs> I'm good. <laughs> We're going well. And with that sort of energy and gusto, uh, you may have twigged, audience. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think... If they could guess the movie just from that, I'd be I, very surprised. I always love the idea that <laughs> we believe no one reads... <laughs> Oh yeah, the descriptions. I know you don't label them typically. Yeah, I know the name that of it, the, movie. the titles don't give it away, but the description. But I also feel like people don't. Do you read the descriptions of no? Episodes? But I. But Morgan, I know because <laughs> he's here. But like of other podcasts, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Oh. I, well, for some of them, it's like, do I want to listen to this week's episode of the podcast? Like mm. some. Episodes. I just listen as like, the new episodes out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for some of them, one hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I think we're that kind of podcast. No <laughs> one gets like, surely listen. no one cares what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, one I, thing I, I'm going to have to put more effort in if that's the case. Awesome. Awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You should start lying to people and just put the wrong title description and see if anyone complains. Yeah. <laughs> that's audience engagement. <laughs> I will say it is probably because like, we do, I do name the episode something funny from the mm. episode. Or something. Yeah. It, it, it probably, they might want to know what movie is before they hit play. So yeah. that might be a yeah. reason to read it. I don't know. Yeah. Write in. Let me know. So this week we watched <laughs> True <laughs> Stories. No, no. We watched the 1989 film Dead Poet Society mm. uh, directed mm. by Peter Weir, Australian. Uh, director mm. Uh, mm. and I've been sort of mm. not threatening Zach but sort of yeah. teasing Zach a little <laughs> bit that I was going to bring this film to the yeah. podcast for a, a, a few months now I, I reckon I will say I will say I had hang-ups about this movie you did mm-hmm. and I'm sure you'll share some of them I had was his past tense mm-hmm. yeah but he will share them <laughs> and show how he was wrong uh, uh, <laughs> it's the wrong word to use <laughs> okay okay can I uh, say what this movie's about yes please uh, terrorist teacher radicalizes young minds. <laughs> that is not what this <laughs> film is about. Yeah, he, I think he, I think no, he got it. I think <laughs> I think I'm pretty accurate. I think terrorist is too harsh a word. I just couldn't uh, think of it. Uh, um, radicalized extremist teacher returns from foreign shores <laughs> to teach students incorrect history. <laughs> so IMDb has a little description here. Uh, very yep. funny and witty as your two comments were. Yep. Uh, Maverick teacher John Keating. I was Maverick. Actually, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun description of a terrorist. Maverick teacher <laughs> radicalizes young yeah. mind. That yeah. Better. That's what they said about. <laughs> Please. Please. It's still too early, Zach. Dial it back a bit. We'll get... Please. Dial it back. So Maverick teacher John Keating, played by Robin Williams, uses poetry to embolden his boarding school students to new heights of self-expression. Can I... This is more of like a look back at our past. Yep. Mm. yep, yep, But like, this is English class. Yep. And it was exclusively poetry all the time. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't think I remember doing poetry. We we did. I did did. like Macbeth. Macbeth. There was some like talk about like constructing poem, but like, no, literature was typically books or plays like, or movies. That was the what I remember. Was there a time when like it was like it was like, exclusively poetry? They didn't touch yep. on any other, unless it's just this semester. I don't know. No, they didn't touch on any other English. I, I think it was exclusively poetry because of the because it was a prep school. Mm. And that was a very very hot like that. Yeah. Th- this is another one of my <laughs> poetry is for them, and then the exactly. books are for the masses. <laughs> this is what standard literature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the masses. Exactly. <laughs> Movies they bring they bring up Marlon Brando and John Wayne only to then talk about poetry. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I just I thought that was interesting because I'm like, yeah, I definitely. 
didn't touch on poetry much in my English no, classes, and no. I was like, we went no. to the same school. Yep. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. No, we didn't go to the same school. <laughs> <laughs> we are remembering wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Alex went to the very private, proper prep school. I mean, Alex, <laughs> Alex, I believe. <laughs> uh, Alex went there after class. <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's before we get into some of your obvious uh, issues with the film. Uh, I think is that obvious? Oh no, I think my issues are very niche. <laughs> Morgan's <laughs> issues maybe, but Zach's issues are very obvious. Uh, that type of model car was not actually in the Midwest. <laughs> In 59? <laughs> yes. So it's set in 1959. The film was released in 89. Mm. Um, I We have talked a little bit about what the film's about, so let's start with what we liked about the film. Let's mm. get some positive going. Some positive energy. I cannot fault any of the performances. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Especially for one that consists entirely... Not children, but mm. young men. Yeah. I Like, I, I had this big issue with the play in and his performance in the play one of the actors does a play mm-hmm. and i had an issue with his performing of that play but i think the very the, th- the thing that i brought up and the important point is like he's playing a character playing a character and i but actually think he was like consistent in his character within in like the world of the thing as well it's like it's his first performance yeah yeah he's mm. not gonna be fucking no, no not at all and it's shakespeare which is like and it's also a level of detachment, it's quite it, yeah. hard with shit. Well, I, I find it quite hard with shit. You do have it to is. think about what the fuck is yeah. getting said. I think it's clearly, it's, he's passionate about it. We can mm. see that. Absolutely. He might not necessarily be the best yet. No. No. But it's there and that's, yeah, no, that's fair. Not uh, everyone's yeah. a savant. I, I agree with that. The way well, you I, said that. Not everyone. <laughs> the, no. way, the way you no. said that. No. Some uh, of us have you to are... try to be good actors, Alex. Some were of you us... trying to imply that you were? No. Alex was talking about me. Well, yeah, it's easy to be a savant when you're acting every second of your life, Zach. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, yep. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, your point? <laughs> my point is no one knows the real you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Back to the performances. I really want to talk a little bit about Robin Williams' performance yep. in this. And so he's playing a pretty serious role throughout the... Like, There is little moments there where he sort of when he's mimicking Marlon Brando mm. and John Wayne. Um, but for the most part, it's a pretty serious, dramatic mm. role. Well, I would also, I would like to say, I, mm. I don't know if I, I, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it before. Uh, going in, I'm like, this is a Robin Williams movie. Mm. He is like a side character. He he's, is. He's in it less than mm. I expected. Mm. He is like a vehicle for the younger performers and the younger characters to like, more, it's all about them and he's their guide. Yeah, and I yeah I thought that was interesting. It is not if someone else does, if someone was tell you it's a Robin Williams movie, you have an expectation. It is very much not that mm. in a what the type of performance it is, and b his role in the movie. Mm. Like it's it's not Mrs. Doubtfire or Jumanji no, where he's the central. Very he's very far <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, but no, in, in terms of like yeah, he's not the central. Like I I would say that he definitely is the central focus of any scene he's in. I was I was yeah. certainly looking yep. at Robin Williams. Yep. In yeah, terms he, of he definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I agree that it's a very like I think it's serious content. Mm, I'm just thinking themes, like, but his character in general, yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's playing uh, a less realized version of who he is in Goodwill Hunting. And yeah. I feel like Goodwill Hunting is a much more serious. Mm, mm. I'm just thinking setting. when you think Robin Williams, you don't think 
this kind of performance? I don't know. I don't know. You think of Before Mrs. Doubtfire. This, probably. You think of, you know, a the genie. genie in Aladdin. I don't know. But uh, Alex, I feel like that's a time period thing. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps it is. You know, I was going to bring one hour photo, which I think yeah, is probably like his, uh, you know, so completely different than everything else he's done before. Mm. I just thought it's interesting mm-hmm. to chart his career and go, you know, this guy could do drama as well as comedy. Uh, he doesn't have to be the funny guy all the time. I just thought it was interesting. I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't mean to... <laughs> I just feel like for a... We are like post-Robin Williams. Mm. We've seen everything he's ever mm. done or will do. Mm. I feel like he was always quite a genuine actor in everything he did. And I feel like that's why he's such a good dramatic actor because he's always quite genuine. Mm. But look at his range. That's yeah. all, that was that was my only point. That's fair. There. That's a fair point, yeah. Okay. <laughs> look at the range and this is towards the more serious end of the I'm range. sorry, I'm just trying to think for myself. <laughs> and that's what the whole film's about, Zach. Free thinking. Oh. Break through the conformity. Oh, I don't know if it's about free thinking. I think it's now, about free thinking within a box. <laughs> can I have your positive, Zach? Uh, I... Let me think about it. <laughs> I certainly, I like, I, this is maybe just aping on Ale- uh, Morgan's a bit, but I was certainly charmed by the cast a lot more watching this again than I think I was the first time. I was not impressed mm. by this movie at all. Mm. But I think at the start, it's I was still very firmly in my, fuck these <laughs> rich, pretty kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as the movie goes on, I'm like, yeah, no, they 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 won me round, mm-hmm. and they're all charming in their own way, and they did seem like genuine friends, and they were going through genuine struggles, and that's I think I can very clearly see why this movie still resonates. Yeah, it's I, very much a movie that still um, it had me thinking about a lot of things, and at the end, I was like, yeah, for as much as I am going to throw at it, I don't mm-hmm. think I can fault the movie for it because I think a lot of the time it is deliberately talking about these subjects in mm. a way that it's like considered them consciously. I think there are things that it doesn't think about and it's quite oh, bad. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, if I'm asked to just take it as a piece of literature, mm. I think it's really good. Mm. And I see why it's still resonant. Mm. I'm going to tell you about what the original ending to the film was that the director can Get into the ending. They all give themselves. No. <laughs> it's a bit open-ended. Yeah. <laughs> the ending. The original ending had uh, Keating, the teacher been ill throughout the film and slowly dying of a Hodgkin's lymphoma and mm. a scene on his deathbed at the end in the hospital. Mm. Uh, and so he was a bit more of the focus because he's dying anyway that he wants these kids to sort of live their life. Carpe because, diem. Yeah, because his, his life is he, ending. He, he has, he's, he ca- he's no longer going to be carpeing that diem. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And so... Yeah, she's know. in London. <laughs> <laughs> And it was removed because they thought it's unnecessary mm. and sort of a little bit heavy-handed. I think it would have detracted. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, for once, I think the studio was correct. <laughs> <laughs> Remove it. There were mm. some other studio that Disney would try to dabble in. They wanted uh, they wanted the boy's passion. So we talked about acting. The, uh, one of the students likes acting, trying that out. Disney's like, no, don't make it acting, make it dancing. Uh, and uh, we don't need to do poetry. Let's do it all about dance and have it be a dance it's called teacher. Billy Elliot. Uh, you're talking about Footloose. <laughs> and uh, no, they were going to call it Sultans of Swing. <laughs> a, That's a good song. <laughs> as a name for a movie set in like a white they were the college. Is just of swing. 
We had the saxophone. That was, I liked that scene. Saxophone. That guy, Dalton, is good. Colin. Colin Dalton. Um, like, oh, oh God, it, it, it's certainly, I, I remember it being far more pro prep school than I, than it is. It's like, not a pro prep school. No, it's, film. it's like very deliberately uh, about highlighting how horrible and horrendous these methods are for, for children. And, and I think like, there's an element of like these days, I think people in the popular culture, it's more, more known and more talked about to, th- to think about kids as like, you know, malleable. Mm authority doesn't exactly work all the time um and and discipline can be very detrimental for children stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and i I was thinking about the scene where he's getting the kids to read out a verse of poetry and then kick a football yep and i I thought it was really interesting that like uh it is not i feel like it's not the accepted practice to discipline and belittle your kids so that they obey you these days Mm. like i feel like people are more willing to let children be children Mm. um but that whole the whole point of that scene is like oh have your own voice and explore and don't be afraid of the world it's like yeah but that's something that was put into them by their parents like i don't think kids are inherently born timid and shy Mm. i could be wrong but like it's very interesting that that's such a uh um that scene is like such a a dramatic step for these kids you need to be able to express yourselves and it's like yeah but kids do express themselves yeah it was undoing society was telling yes what society had had already done to them had told them is like hey stop but there's also an element there too obey listen yeah calm down we want to plan your life you have you have opportunity to do whatever you want in this world yeah it's the parents living like one life isn't good enough for me Uh, i'm gonna live two through you Mm yeah but there's also an element too he's like be non-conformist and they're like okay there's an element there where he's like, rip the pages out of your book, be free thinkers, mm, mm. and they obey, mm. and they go, okay, I will rip the pages. Was well, that of my one book. scene where they're marching yeah. and the guy's like, I'm choosing, I, I'm Not using my right to write, and he's like, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he was mm-hmm. like, good job. Well so there's an element there that they're still being <laughs> obedient yeah. in the idea to not be <laughs> totally conformist. Yeah. But but I think if yeah, his whole point to is non-conformity. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I feel like if his whole point is, I need to teach you that you can think outside of the box. The whole, the first step has to be, I need to show you that outside the box is possible. Yeah. Even if I have to order you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is true. This is true. Yeah. It's just a little quirk that I uh, <laughs> saw watching it this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I saw the lack of diversity in this <laughs> film when I watched it. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's, you know, it's about a private prep school in America. And they're all supposed to be hoity-toity rich people, but. Not all of them. I would contend. The Perrys were told. We were told that the Perrys were not that rich. That's such bullshit. We were told (laughs) that what we saw was their mansion. Even for back then, like, that's, like, fucking goddamn, dude. You can't pretend to me that you're poor living in that setting. Mm -hmm, Like, for mm -hmm. fuck's sake. (laughs) Um, They had to work very hard. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did, yeah. Okay, I feel like we've beaten around the bush a little bit. You've obviously got some negative. I actually have one positive okay. I want to talk about. Yeah. I, just big one that I mm. thought of. And I think it's it's kind of like works in the film's favour and like it's lucked out almost. But I think started, this movie, it makes you mad mm. at points and I think it is designed to. Mm. But I think the way that society has changed, it, it still does that more. Like it's actually, mm. it still makes you probably more mad than when mm. it originally came out. Mm. Like you we, see, we have a better retrospective. We look back, yeah, at the time it's like, oh, it, I'm I'm mad for these and this, and now I'm like mad for like more reasons, yeah. or it's even bigger. It's like, oh, I have fuck. an expanded list of reasons to hate this system. <laughs> yeah, that I was hate set up how back this then. works. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. feel like, and I feel like, yeah, it it 
that was it originally set out to do that mm. and as time's gone on it still does that but at a larger scale and i think that's quite a, a, an achievement well, that's yeah. completely fair it's it is one of the things that i think keeps the film relevant is mm. that we're still we're now 30 years removed or well, over 30 years removed from when it was originally released mm. and you think about it, the film was made 30 years after the time mm. that it's commenting mm. on mm. and here we are 30 years from now and, and we're still finding and how rebellious it would have been to even question the idea of tradition. Like, the, yeah. like, like tradition for us growing up was whenever we had to go to school assemblies or masses or not anything against like religion or anything, but I always found them so annoying. And it's like to even have that thought back then was rebellious. Mm. And these days we, we are, a lot of people are questioning the idea of tradition and going, well, tradition seemed to just be a system to enforce a certain hegemony Mm. In, like th there is a broader idea and understanding of what uh, these structures were, mm -hmm. uh, but it did seem to have to start with this going like, I don't want to be traditional. I want to, I want to act. I don't want to be a doctor. Mm. I want to do what's passion for me. And, you know, I think if the film was made today, you would break down the privilege that the school, God, that the kids so. have. Yeah. I think the film doesn't do that explicitly. Mm. I think it sort of talks a bit more about, you know, think for yourself, don't go with the crowd, challenge ideas, uh, you know, speak for yourself. Uh, but it doesn't, it stops short of going, uh, recognise that not everyone... Check your privilege. Yeah. Like it, it stops short <laughs> and, of doing that. And understand what your privilege is. And yeah. understand that, hey, even if you want to break out and do your own thing, you have so much more of a leg up than almost anyone you're ever going to meet. And, and yeah, your life's hard. We recognize that. But the mere fact that you can, you are, you are not, you don't want to go to Harvard to be a doctor is an insane level of privilege. I also think there's privilege in the fact that they can act up yes. and get expelled because they're part of a wealthy family. Yes. They'll just get into another yes. school. Yes. Their whole, like he talks about they, 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 they It doesn't matter mm. as much yeah. as to someone who might get expelled and go to like a worse public school or something. Mm. It's like, oh, I'm out of this school. My wealthy parents, will, like Colin, yep. who, who is arguably a great character, we know he is from probably one of the more wealthy families. Yes. Mm -hmm. Him getting expelled sucks, but it's also like, I know he's going to be fine. Yes. Yep. He Always. rebelled, but he, he had that cushioning. Uh, and absolutely. a lot of, and if you don't have that privilege, rebelling's a lot more daunting. You don't Correct. have that exactly. safety it's, yeah. net. You, you, like you think that they're taking this gigantic risk and for them they are. Yeah. Mm. But they don't have the perspective that, hey, like people, there are a lot of people, the majority of people that don't even have the ability to take the risk. There's a lot of people who live their lives a certain way, not because they want to do it, but because that's how they survive. Yeah. Mm. And that's how, like, you know, I'm working three jobs while I should be at school because I am the only person in my family who can work. Yep. You know, I, mm -hmm. I have no parents or one of my parents is a yep. drug addict, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or, Wouldn't you know, even enter their minds yeah. as a perspective to have. I have no support to help raise this kid. I've got to, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. right, mm. exactly right. And and like th th this is what I was talking. This is what I was thinking about before. Like I said in the movie, this is a great capitalist manifesto thing because the whole idea of striking out on your own and living your passion, living your dream. At no point do they talk about trying to help anyone else, trying to better society. It's all about you. That's the perspective. It's you need to find what you want and go for it, regardless of anyone else. Regardless of the world in general, don't try and change the world. Try and make your mark in it because that's what it's about. Like they read something about sailing over the horizon, finding all the lands there are to find, you know, conquer whatever you can conquer, push out, expand, make your mark, but don't do it with a tint of trying to help people. <laughs> don't do it with a tint of trying to understand that the world is a bit fucked up. 
Uh, mm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm, I do. I and do. it's an unfair, I don't know that that's a particular criticism. I feel like it's a perspective that could be had these days. Mm. Definitely wouldn't have existed back then because, no. it, you know, we had to there go was, through There was steps. that one line that comes to mind about, you know, engineering, uh, law, medicine. These are all noble pursuits. But, you know, what are we alive for to feel emotion? Um, Which is a fascinating privileged perspective. Yeah, that's what I I'm would saying. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're yeah. just feeding into that thought yeah. there. It's, uh, it is interesting. Yeah. Mm. It didn't, yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. like the, the concept that, oh, uh, you know, yeah, as you said, mm. all these things are well and good to live for, but what do you really, why don't you read and feel? And it's like, yeah, a lot of people aren't going to school because... <laughs> <laughs> because yep. they, they don't feel. A lot of people go into school because they want to not live in shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. They want to try and have a better life. They want to improve people's lives. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, that would probably be my biggest hold up. That's why I was always like, oh, fuck, I, I don't give a shit about the problems of wealthy elite white boys. Um, like I, I think about uh, this versus like Breakfast Club and how Breakfast Club is still pretty elitist and, and whitewashed. Mm. But at least it talks about poverty and... Uh, um, you know, more privileged people interacting with uh, mm. less privileged people and expanding horizons in that way. Not looking back to the 18th century and very rich white men writing poems yeah. Yeah. and going, that's expanding my horizon, when really it's it's not. No, and if I'm looking for a non-conformist film I would, <laughs> of, you know, a white... 80s non-conformist <laughs> film. It's probably not Dead Poets No, Society. it would probably be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I'm thinking fuck like, yeah. Oh, like hell that, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, listen, I, I think when I first saw this film and one of the reasons I brought this film was, I think I saw it maybe 16, 17, so mm-hmm. about the same age. Your as formative the, years. Yeah, mm. you know, about the thing there. And I I liked it. I liked the the sort of inspirational teaching method which I know in reality wouldn't fly in a, in a classroom today. Uh, but the idea that the teachers are there to inspire uh, something, you know, in, in their students. Not teach the textbook. Yeah, the, yeah, mm. the, the sort of romantic idea of teaching, mm. which really sort of appealed. Um, yeah. Well, I think what's interesting about that is like, yeah, I, I think this is a very dramatic version of that. And mm. like, there are probably classrooms where people be like, oh, captain, my captain, in some form or another. Mm. But yeah, teaching, I think teaching is probably one of the noblest pursuits in society because mm. we've been teaching for, you know, m- millions of years. Like he makes this point of why did we, why did we invent language? What's the point of language to woo people? And he says to communicate. And genuinely we invented language to communicate. And it seems to be part of like our DNA to want to teach and pass on. And I think teaching is fantastic mm. for that reason. And I find it really interesting because Robin Williams character in this his, his actual teaching method is i think a lot closer to how teachers interact these days in terms of like i'm presenting you with the text i want you to try and form your own view like that would be the idealized version of teaching in quotes but that's more what we want out of teaching yeah this is true i just don't think you would get kids no. to uh <laughs> not in every sense no, no you can't you no. can't absolutely no. let me let me grab a student close their eyes and then spin them around while yes. they read poetry like you know, respect their personal boundaries <laughs> a know, bit more these days yeah, yeah you know just <laughs> things like that you know yeah yeah but um, yeah um i i will say like the more and more we got into the movie i the less and less i found it fair my views being critical because as i said like it won you over. It did. It did win me over. Um, and, and everything I, I could have had to say in negative against this movie, I was like, yeah. For the time, it is quite radical. And, and, and I do agree with the message at the end. And it is against this idea of tradition over expression. Mm, 
Mm. Um, which is, a, I, I would say, ultimately a good pursuit, especially in art. But Yeah, are you angry at the film, Zach, or are you angry at the world? <laughs> <laughs> Every time the world, baby. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about something. And it's not a flawless film by any stretch. Mm. Um, there are some issues mm. with it. Uh, I hadn't seen the... I actually rewatched this film before bringing it to you guys. Mm. Just to just Heavy to weekend check. for you there, Yeah, Alex. yeah. I watched it yesterday <laughs> uh, just to double-check my own yep, sanity about it. And uh, there were a few things that I was like, I hadn't seen this film for quite a few years mm, before. Mm. Uh, and there were a few things that were a little bit like, mm, no, that's a bit cringe. Shall we yeah. talk about the courting of the young yes, lady? Yes, I think we should. <laughs> I think that I whole I stand on this thing was my probably biggest negative. I think yeah. the... You actually made it sound much worse than it was. It wasn't terrible. I just no, think that was the thing I was going to say. The way that I think the way it kind of just was there and ultimately mm. wrapped up. I'm like, oh, it was. It's, it felt like a bit of a side note. Mm. Mm. Uh, like, if if I'm honest, we've seen worse. We have <laughs> we've seen a lot worse. And, and I don't know that I completely land on the idea that it was entirely wrong because I no, think I about think what his actions were. It, the, the, we're talking about a specific scene in the movie where one of them gets invited to a, a party. At, Hosted by these people who go to the different normies. high school, the normies, and he's there to try to pursue a young lady, and he gets really drunk. Like he drinks a shitload of moonshine, so he's yep. fucking wasted. Yeah. And he sits down on a couch, and he's surrounded by all these couples kissing. And he sees the girl that he is in love with, in quotes, you know, teenage lust, love, lust, lust yep. for. Yep. And he sees her sleeping there, and in, in a creepy fashion, he strokes her hair and kisses her on the forehead. Um, while I think that, that it is wrong to approach someone in that state and, and invade their personal space. I have seen a lot worse in these movies and at mm. least it seems to be in the movie itself, he goes to her and says, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, and I don't true. know if he's saying, I'm sorry for getting in a fight with your boyfriend or I'm sorry for kissing you on the forehead. It's unclear. I would like to think that he's <laughs> saying, I'm sorry for being a jerk at the party by touching you when I shouldn't have. I think at least that is a spark of, okay, at least it has an idea that this is wrong mm. rather than being like, oh, boys will be boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, this is true, but he does do that mm. by going to her school, yeah, causing a following her, uh, and then you know reading that poem to her mm. in front of her whole class yeah. there. Yeah, he's, he's just very insistent. It, it's it's main like, character syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> but I also feel like for yes. a movie that's so centred around the poetry, that poem was kind of, it wasn't a... It was, it was like, oh, how do we weave him being a poet into this relationship where mm-hmm. it's like, couldn't you have had like a big moment with like the, like you make the poem a, more, a bigger deal. You make it, she has a, she kind of like doesn't even react to it. Mm-hmm. No. She's more reacting to the embarrassment of the situation. Yep. And I'm like, I just feel like maybe if you tied it closer with the, the theme of poetry into the mm. movie and like maybe a big gesture mm. of some kind, but it, it almost kind of, yeah, swept past. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, we need to wrap this relationship up, mm-hmm. uh, blah, 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 go to the theater together. Yep. So we can get on to the suicide. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I love thinking about like, like Robin Williams' whole point, whole point about the, the society is like, oh, it's about sucking the marrow out of life. We'd read poetry to each other. We'd a group of men and women and we were just enjoying the experience. And in reality, they went to a damp, dirty cave and drank some booze and read some poetry, poetry to two girls, like once. Like that seemed like the most boring, lackluster thing <laughs> ever. 
And I just wonder if that was the same experience Robin Williams like character had back in his day. I'm like, that's just so shit. Like, if you're talking about a hedonistic, rom- you romanticize it. True, yeah, of course you head. would. Yeah, you're about like, oh, I was surrounded by my friends, mm. I was having a great time. Mm. We we're reading poetry. You might not be like, oh, it was actually it was a dank cave. The poetry wasn't that good. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, like, no, yeah. it was good. It was the best times of my life. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, it is sad. Again, but I mean, maybe like a negative thing of privilege. Whose childhood in that lens is not sad? Oh. You know, mm. we yeah. had a good time, but we had a good time for. <laughs> You know, like we weren't living the life Zach, of Lord Zach Byron. Zach drank a lot of appetizers. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, he good. did. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's a nostalgic note. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Uh, look, thank you, Alex, for bringing this. I think I was being a grumpy I think he's, he's definitely a lot less around. Uh, look, quite, yeah. I don't. Particularly, th- like I think it's it's important to watch. I would. I don't know. That I, sh- I don't know that I would show it to teenagers. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, like um, this feels more appropriate for a film critics university class. <laughs> maybe than I'd to show, show it to parents. Yeah. Maybe parents. I oh, think you're having you're having a child. That's great news. Have you seen Dead Poets Dead <laughs> Society? Are you aware <laughs> of suicide? <laughs> there is there is one story there where Kurtwood Smith who plays uh, the dad. It's a cool name, mm. isn't it? It's, mm. it's one of the great uh, Kurtwood Smith. He's right? a great, great actor. Um, and he saw he was going to like the premiere of the film, mm. um, near him, and he saw this father berating his son outside when they were waiting for popcorn, and the mm. kid dropped the popcorn, and he was berating him. Yep. And then he saw that same family leave the cinema after the movie, and the dad was crying. <laughs> He's like, "Oh shit! Like I'm." Kurtwood Smith's character in the yeah. film. Uh, and like, oh shit, I need to like, you know, yep. change. Yeah. Uh, Just tell your son you love him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not even, it's not even that. It's like, it's, it's so like, strange that we had yeah. such an insanely like fucked up um, societal structure that you had to have a generational realization that you were destroying your children. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's a bit, it's quite yeah, sad actually yeah, when yeah. you think about it. But yeah, the idea that I'm gonna destroy my children is gonna be different. I'm like, oh, you gotta kill that guy in Fortnite. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you think that's esports, boy? <laughs> Have you played your eight hours of Siege tonight, Dad? I'm tired. I want to read books. You will read when I tell you you can read. <laughs> You're not getting enough Fortnite in. Okay? <laughs> I want to be an accountant. What did you say to me? <laughs> Uh, yes, but yeah, I think it's interesting how the film handled the the suicide as well. I thought that was actually quite impactful. I impactful think, yeah. yeah. Um, in in the film, mm. it wasn't cavalier. It mm. was given some weight, and how uh, suffocating it must have been for Neil as well. Alex, yeah, as someone who's watched it multiple times, mm-hmm. is there? Because I feel like, like you know, one of them has. It. I just feel like. As someone who's only seen it once, mm. uh, it was for that character. Mm. There was there wasn't a lot of lead up to it. Like there wasn't like is there as someone who's seen multiple? Are there more signs the more you watch it? Like you're like oh he he, like we know he has parental issues, but for the mm. same part he seems to take it on the chin. He has his support network. Mm. He started the Dead Poet Society. It's like he's got these things, mm. and it's like I I know there's some stuff there. Mm. Uh, I maybe that I I kind of. If there's not, wish there'd be maybe some more signs that like the mm. threat of that going away. Mm. Like I can see how that's big, but it just still feels like out of nowhere. Mm. He's just kind of mm. like yeah. this is it's it's a last resort out yeah. of nowhere, and I'm like, I feel like 
and I have only watched it once. I'm mm. like, if there was more there that I picked up on, maybe I can see that. It's just, it is a little jarring. Yeah, you know? no, I get that. And I think it's two things. I think it's intended to be a bit jarring too. And then secondly, there are some things throughout the film, like at the start of the film, he wanted to be the editor of the newspaper. Yeah, obviously, yeah. And he was excited about doing that and was told, no, you've got too many extracurricular, turf that out. Um, when he found out about the audition for the play and he told Ethan Hawke, you know, he got quite excited about even the prospect of thinking about auditioning, let alone actually auditioning. Mm. And Ethan Hawke sort of brings him back to earth and is like, you know, why don't you just go ask your dad? And he's like, can't you just let me enjoy the thought mm. of doing something like that? Mm. Um, there's a few other things like that, but it is sort of teased a little bit. But the idea that in the scene immediately beforehand, the idea that you're ripping him away from any support network that he's got <laughs> mm. at the school, uh, not seeing his friends or anything like that, um, that's gone. You're off to military school. Mm. You will do your 10 years of uh, go get become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not even halfway of your overall educational journey. Well, you're just over halfway. Your youth will uh, be gone. By the your time youth's you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there is a bit of a lead up there. Were you expecting that after that scene? So when you got to that scene and the father's like, no, you will go to medical school, you will go to military school. Yeah, I think You're it was fairly like, like that. it was like, well, that's the only way. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, what? Do, I don't want to do that. He wasn't mm. the kid I picked. <laughs> no, <laughs> if that makes not. sense. Like, I feel like I feel like maybe under and under like I feel like this that that question you had, Morgan, has more to do with understanding mental health. And I feel like these days, I'd hope mm. that generally people have a better understanding of mental health. So it might be signposted in the movie a lot more obviously. Like you could have scenes with him alone where he's so much more depressed and so much more sad. Mm. And then when he's around people, he's quite happy and active, which is a common sign for people with depression. Mm. Uh, And especially in teenagers with depression, being active and rebellious, overt, in the in Mm. in amongst people, and then alone, you're quite shut down and shut in and and sad. You could have seen you could have Mm. scenes where he's you know been alone, coming out of the bathroom, crying or whatever. Two signposts that this could eventually be where he goes mm. but but you're also in a very male dominated environment you're at the boarding school are you going to show any weakness in front of these people there's an element there as well and he's the leader really of that whole mm. he's the one that set up the dead poets is there some sort of um more impact because it's the leader who is the one experiencing all these troubles mm. there i think that that's why I like it, at the start i'm like when i clocked on that that's probably where the direction it was going mm. i think it was like he was one of the ones i'm like it makes it like you have the leader because mm. then the others kind of have to deal with that because they're, he's there without yeah, their leader their loss yeah. i don't know if i agree that he's the leader well he's the one that sets he's it the, up he's, he's, he's the instigator the he's the instigator I, yeah. I don't know that he's he's they would all agree that he's like the leader of the group he's the one that initially pushes them yes mm. i think i think and drags later, ethan hawking yeah drags ethan i think later in the movie I think Colin takes that flag and kind of runs with it. Like, I think Neil mm. is like happy with the Dead Poet Society. He's like, this is something we've built. I like it. Mm. I think Colin's the one who kind of pushes that that forward of like the idea of rebelling. It's like, no, all we're doing is reading poetry. We need to take it to the next step. Mm. But yeah, I think maybe leaders are wrong. I think instigate. Well, like instigate, he's the one who gets yeah. them on the track mm. and then they all kind all of go their, their own, own way with it. Yeah, they've all got their own stories and yeah. paths. They're all their own protagonists and their own stories. I don't Except know. Except for Cameron. Fuck Cameron. <laughs> Fuck Cameron, man. Jesus Little Christ. Judas. Uh, you know that guy voted no for women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> He voted no in the 67. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
He thought it was a good idea to go into Vietnam. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh fuck. Um, no, no. I, I'm I'm happy we watched it. I, mm. I think it was a lot. lot. I've been meaning to watch it for a long time. And it is, you know, it is one of those things. The only thing you you knew about it necessarily, Morgan coming in, was that scene where they all stood on the table. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where if you haven't seen it, like there's just stuff you can't avoid through pop culture. Yeah, like, yeah that's culture, right. Yeah. Just aware. Um, yeah, and I still think that's quite an impactful scene because the teacher gets the blame mm. when really the direction should be on the father. Mm. What do you but think of the ending? Like, what do you, do you think it's good? Would you write like? Because it's mm. kind of just, it's ending. You're like, oh, do they do they get expelled? No, like we just like you don't know what happens. Mm. Does he go back to England? I don't know. I feel like it's a bit fucking uh, <laughs> pretentious. <laughs> like, I think a more yeah. appropriate ending could have been you go to the kid's funeral. And the teacher says something to all the boys at the funeral. Standing on the coffin. No, yes, <laughs> yes. That'd be awesome. No, but like a more it's like, quiet, guys, I'm sure from less... down there it looks sad. Yeah. But from a different perspective up here. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, but like you could have, you could have like a complete removal of all the drama. Like you could have him say, hey, look, I've been teaching you about having passions and I've been doing all these spectacles. This isn't about spectacle. I'm trying to get you to live your lives and I'm really sorry. Like we couldn't. I couldn't do anything for him, but I, you're still here and you're still... Like, you know what I mean? Mm. You could have it be more impactful and more meaningful if it wasn't caught up in spectacle, which was the standing on the desk going, you know, captain, my captain. Um, but I think that that perspective only comes because this movie has happened. I think this movie is all about dramatic spectacle. Like, yes. like when Ethan Hawke's character runs down to the lake crying and his friends don't pursue him. He throws they, out yeah, and that, that's that incredibly on, dramatic and not real. It goes on for real. quite a while yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, and his friends are like, Okay, he's yeah, sad. yeah. Or <laughs> when they lift Robin Williams up and carry yeah, him through the thing, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like all that stuff, I, I think that's a bit like, oh, come the fuck on, that's not real. <laughs> yes, there is a bit of that. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but that's the movie. That's what mm. it's trying to do. That's mm. fine. Um, and the message isn't muddied or muddled or anything. No, I don't think so good. because of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, it's a little bit more positive than what I was expecting uh, going into this. We film. were we were giving you a hard time watching Alex. Oh. Mm. I was very concerned. Uh, very, very concerned. And there was only one instance of cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to bring that up. But, um, yeah. That's, in the film. Well, that, that's tied into like the idea that if this was made these days, you'd probably have a much closer and, and thorough, more thorough examination of privilege. It's also yes. like, now I think about it, they were like, yeah, we're going out. We're going out on the town. Oh, yeah, I got this symbol for virility. I'm, I'm painting myself red. They went to the theatre yeah. to watch their friend on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's all go to the theatre. and uh, On I land that they would have taken from the Native American people. <laughs> Let me wear a Native American symbol oh, in order to... Uh, yeah. Fuck A. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, though. I'm yeah, glad no, I finally watched it. Yeah, mm. uh, it is mm. one of those films that I think, you know, it's often talked about. Um, well, audience, it could have go- this episode could have been anything. It could have. I, we almost watched Napoleon Dynamite. It would have yeah. been a very did, different episode. Oh <laughs> Talk about white privilege. There is a lot of class <laughs> privilege in that one. Yeah. <laughs> Look for Pedro. Oh my god, that movie's awesome. <laughs> Fuck, who didn't have a vote for Pedro shirt? <laughs> Well, I didn't because oh, I only loser. saw it. I only well, you saw did, it that's because you didn't recently. vote for Pedro. Yeah, of course wow. I would have voted for Pedro. <laughs> wow, I'm all about the spectacle. I can't believe you did that, Alex. <laughs> and just one final thought to leave you with: this, Robin Williams was not the first choice to be the teacher in this film. Yeah, it was Steve, Sylvester Stallone. But no, it was then, Liam. Uh, Neeson. Arnie called him up. Liam Neeson. I can Liam see Neeson it. as the teacher. <laughs> yeah, I think Liam Neeson would have really liked this role. <laughs> 
You're about to be taken. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. I will find you. And I will <laughs> read poetry to you. <laughs> now, midichlorians. <laughs> I will train the boy. Uh, uh, dear. Okay, so thank you for... Uh, you know, watching this film and not mm. being too critical, Zach. I appreciate. You're it. welcome. Uh, and Morgan as well. Thank you. Uh, what else have we been? What else have we been watching? Yeah, Zach. Yeah. Um, so I, I saw this TikTok about little known shows that were really good and they are concise. Uh, oh yeah. There's a show called Carnivale. That's a two season show. Has pretty much no one in it. The only person is the guy who does the voice of Mr. Krabs, and he's the bad guy in the show, and he's great. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know that I'd recommend it for everyone, but it's definitely a show that I like. (laughs) It's all about good and evil. It's set in 1930s America and it centers on this carnival full of, you know, uh, freaks and weirdos. Mm. Um, You've got uh, one of the main characters is a... Oh, Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown. He's fucking sick. He plays a, a, an evil priest and he's so, like, arch. But is he better than what he was in uh, John Wick Chapter 4? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I enjoy it. It's all on a binge and it's just oh, yeah, a cool, show. Cool. Like, you can just kind of fly through it. It's a bit long. Mm. Um, I think each episode's like 40 minutes or something. But I've really fucking enjoyed it. Um, you, you, you start off going, oh, what's this good and evil story? And then you just get into the lives of all the carnival people. Oh, cool. And you go, oh, fuck yeah, this is some interesting drama and some interesting problems. Like, there's a family of, uh, like, uh, strippers... Um, you know, they've got a husband and wife and two daughters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the wife and the two daughters all perform on stage and the wife is a prostitute. So she books John's, but she still has a husband. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of an interesting dynamic. And I feel like watching it now, I go, it's a bit ahead of its time. Mm. Because like this was all made in like 2001, 2002. Pre-OnlyFans. It's talking about all these concepts about sex and marriage and family and, and, and like, you know what? What can women do in these societies, and like how some women in these in the carnival have more freedom than women yeah. that they go past because mm-hmm. they're not locked into this specific archetype. It's very. It, I, I thought it's pretty interesting to watch. Very but. dead poets, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it has diversity. <laughs> uh, not a lot of diversity. I won't flag that, but uh, uh, you know that's. I think the only thing of note. I, I haven't okay. continued to watch Mandalorian. I've been watching Yellowstone a bit. Is uh, Yellowstone good? Yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's ending early, so you, now's a good time to get on. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and oh, what about watched Jumanji last night? Which one? The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like you start off and goes, oh, it's so like cookie cutter script, whatever. And then you get into The Rock and and Jack Black, yeah, and Kerry, all acting and Kevin Hart doing great, great the sec- jobs. The second one's a surprisingly good yeah, sequel. Yeah, well. yeah, like like. Oh my god! I like I, I, I sit there with Lars, just going, they're doing such a good job. They're doing just such a great job, and I don't know if, if it's just because they're playing real typical teenage archetypes, but it's really fun to watch. I don't know. Mm. Shout out to the really dark and bleak original Jumanji. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Robin Williams. Talk one. about Dead's Poet Society. <laughs> that's Fuck, I that's watch quite that a movie. dark. Yeah. It's quite a dark yeah. film from memory, but it's really good because of it. And it was yeah. a kids' movie. Yeah. I, I think we should go back to that era where we were selling dark shows to kids. <laughs> I think so. Like, you know, make them suffer. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that'll be, be, that'll be for okay. me. Yeah. Morgan? Uh, what's a couple of oh. things? Oh, yeah, go, go on. 
No, we talked about Garden Three last time, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I saw Fast Ten. <laughs> I'm seeing that on Tuesday. I saw we rewatched Fast Nine yesterday. I'm so fucking excited. You'll love it. Jason Momoa is outstanding. Yeah, he looks in great in the movie. trailer. He's he looks so like he's fun. So much. Fun. He is having. He's wearing some fucking sick outfits, and and he's like honestly one of my favorite like spy action movie villains. He would <laughs> slot into a Bond movie so easily with like a tighter script. Mm. His character would do really well in a Bond movie. I have started... Especially because the British don't. <laughs> I've, I've only seen the first couple of uh, Fast and Furious films, so I've started to... Mate, I haven't seen one since six and I had a great time. <laughs> so I watched Seven for the first time the other day. The sad one, yeah. Yeah, the, the Paul Walker's it's last been one. A long day. All right, copyright. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and there was a bit of fun there to be had. Yeah. Uh, so, Morgan. Oh, is that all you had to say? No, no, no. no. That, that was Alex's list. So no. I thought he was going to say some stuff about Fast 7, but he just... Oh, listen, I just... Okay. For a film that uh, franchise that started out with, like, let's flog some... DVDs. DVDs and DVD players. It is surprising to how... To where it's gone to. Like, it has consistently been a very diverse pro... Yeah female action series which is not common no and it has like it's internationally wildly popular because the focus is never really america it's mm. always working joes mm. even dominic toretto La even Familia. now yeah. just runs a mechanic shop yeah. it's so good and then he goes he's like a super he doesn't just do super size stuff yeah oh. get, get i have a question Kurt russell though, in because uh, yeah. brie larson first first movie she's in I, i'm just curious to see how she fits it good she's fine, fine. i fine. i I have hang-ups about Brie Larson. She's fine. Yeah, I knew you did, so I was like, yeah, oh, I want to see how you felt about that. Please, Academy Award winner, Brie Larson. God damn. She's really fucking good in Room. Mm. She's fantastic Phenomenal in Room. Phenomenal performance in Room. Well, that's what she won for. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Paychecks, brother. I just don't like her, like, personally. She seems like a twat. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and with that, the internet will be... <laughs> come at me. Prove me wrong. Look at Brie Larson legitimately. <laughs> Um, what have I watched since the last time? Still watching Succession. Oh, oh yeah. he's a good fucking great love show. It. Just, Such just. a good show. Don't uh, you just like Kendall? Like Kendall Roy, you just like oh Kendall. <laughs> I just feel I can so change bad. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can fix him. And then Roman, you're like Roman. You're such a fucking little shit. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, right? Everyone's like every time someone's like Roman could do it. He's good at the job. It's like no, he's fucking not. <laughs> no, because he's an insane person. But he he's the only one of the kids that has the balls to do crazy yeah. shit and he has a good concept for like how to fix problems but he's in, he's a stupid idiot he's a self-obsessed asshole yeah and sometimes problem. when he says stuff he's like oh here's my opinion and then they're like what's it based on he's like no i just think that's what yeah. it should be it's I like just got it cut. sounded good mm. it's just like you you, you don't know you but just, that, that's mm. what his dad does yeah. his dad just never says this is my opinion he just goes we're doing this because i want to do it that's yeah. it it's crazy it's good shit but yeah no that's good uh watched renfield the oh, Nicholas yes. Holt, Nicholas Cage. Is it good? It's it's a fucking whack time. <laughs> yeah. Um John Ralphio, that's not John Ralph, no, but he's but playing John Ralphio. Yeah. Ben Swartz is playing mm. uh, he's in it, he's a villain, it's good. Mm. Uh it's it's like such a weird tone, man, because it's like mm. comedy, but then it's like super weirdly gory oh, as well. That's like cool. that's and sick. like there's some weird moments. Like it's if just make sure you're in for a bit of a ride. Yeah. Nick but Holt like loves these like weird monster mash mm. movies, doesn't he? Because yeah. he did that Cold Hearts, and and he's like you know, and that one and where um, and Daniel Radcliffe was like a uh, robot, and, and 
Swiss Army Man? Swiss Army Man. Was he in that? Yeah, isn't he? Nick Holt's not in that. I don't think isn't he's in he? that. It's uh, the guy from the Batman movie who plays the... the oh, Ritmer. it is Paul Dano. Yeah, I yeah. apologise. <laughs> so yeah, who um, the fuck is Nick Holt? <laughs> it's, it's I mean, like, they're pretty... <laughs> they're, they're in, you know, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Fun, like, it's a fun Nick Cage performance as always, just him mm. being fucking weird Dracula. And it's, it's fun. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I would de- maybe yeah. It's definitely like a home watch. Yeah, gotcha. you don't need to go to the cinemas mm-hmm. to see gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's it's a good fun time, especially if you you want like yeah. a Nick Cage performance and you don't mind. Nick I like well. that Nick Cage is now debt free and can now <laughs> yeah, choose what roles him, to Fucking you know a. do. Um, like Pig was great. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I I really hope that like. I hope that retrospective, like 50 years from now, people go, Nick Cage was a powerhouse of an actor, and he was a goddamn yeah class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, watched Fast and Furious Nine yesterday. Rewatched it, getting getting prepped. Mm-hmm. Although we didn't rewatch Five, which we should have. But I just I was like Alana, this guy, <laughs> he plays the son of the villain from Five. Just remember that. I don't, that's all you're going to need to know. <laughs> I don't I don't think it'll come up. Aside I didn't from even that. know that. <laughs> yeah, and I still understood exactly <laughs> yeah, what they were good. talking See, about I figured throughout it's the entire not movie. Well. It's fine. Yeah, I just wanted to watch them go to space again. In the, like these movies, <laughs> these movies are literally designed so that any audience speaking any language can understand yeah. visually what is happening dramatically mm. in the movies. So and and then if you know the law, it's just bonus. It's just bonus. <laughs> just bonus. Just a little bit of sprinkle yeah. just for you. Yeah, I, I will say also since D and D the D and D movie came out, I uh, who's the actress who plays Liddy? Oh yeah. Um, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah, Michelle, yes. I have a much better appreciation. Because I always used to be like, Michelle Rodriguez fucking sucks as an actress, whatever. <laughs> she's found her niche. She was so good in D&D that she's changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I want to talk about, uh, finally go around seeing it. I heard good things. Great mm-hmm. soundtrack, Air. I just, I saw Air as well. Did you like it? It had no right to be that good. I mm. this year, I think it's similar. Air and Tetris mm. are these two historical movies mm. where it's just like, fuck yeah, tell me the goss, all the bureaucratic yep. shit, how they, all the contract stuff, like how did they get this thing done? Mm. And I'm, it's like a heist movie, but not. And I'm so into it, man. Mm. And I'm like, oh yeah, come on, you got to do this pitch. Come Great on, Matt, do it. Yeah, do this thing. Get Jordan. And I'm just like, and then same with Tetris. I'm like, I'm really into this niche of like historical. How did they get this shit done in a hu- when when it was thought to be impossible? Mm-hmm. And it's just like the two movies this year have both. I've really enjoyed them both. Yeah, They've knocked it out of the park for me. And I'm like, keep going with this. Let's keep doing this. And the Fuck soundtrack yeah. in Air is just like, let's shove oh, in every so 80s good. <laughs> banger into this film. Yeah, I thought it's it was because uh, also like NBA has been. This is. West Division, something's going on at the moment. Mm. So it's, it's on at work all the time. <laughs> so I'm like into it at the moment. I've been, with the Lakers. I, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I've been watching the Lakers lose to the fucking Nuggets. Or, and I'm like... Yes, the Denver Nuggets fucking rule. Yeah, you, you would love the Nuggets. And now I'm like, am I getting into NBA? <laughs> I, last night I was like... I'm like, dude, I think... I, I turned to Alana, I'm like, I'm a Converse man, but I think I'm going to buy a pair of Nuggets. <laughs> I think I'm going to get some Edge Jordans. Dude, <laughs> you, you get KO and you watch the 20 minute highlight, which is just the game, but in 20 minutes and it's the best shit. It's awesome. It's I'm, just a sp- I, I'm just every sport. I'm just picking it up now. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll have a bit of that. It's, bit of it's, that. it's refreshing having gone from like, <laughs> I just want something like, I want good TV. And then you go, oh, but sports is kind of like low investment, good TV every week. <laughs> and I must admit, I, am, I don't follow basketball mm. at all. Uh, I knew who Michael Jordan was, of mm, course, because yeah. you know, I don't dude, think the it, Celtics. I think that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's like it. it doesn't 
linger on the basketball too much. No, you just need to know good. that he was like a good player, but it's a bit before Dude, everyone Jordan. really saw his potential. It was just kind of like, oh, he had one good shot. Well, Michael Jordan is like a, well, have you seen that Last Dance documentary? You I saw some of it, yeah. It's, it's a great, mm. great piece of PR. It's fantastic work. Because it also just avoids talking about the really bad shit Michael Jordan did. Because he's super competitive. Yeah, yes. the, the the lives he ruined quite literally. <laughs> but he was wearing uh, Nike. Yeah, when he did it. So good marketing. <laughs> There's that whole little bit about it as well. Like I love it. Like the like it's like oh NBA won't let us have it this rate. It's like we'll just pay the fines. Yep. And I'm like oh that's genius. Mm-hmm. If you can afford that's fucking genius marketing mm-hmm. right there. Oh that's it like, is. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to oh, take it on him for, you know, wearing too colourful a shoe. Like, you know, it's just going to draw attention. I know. Him. Imagine what the NBA would be like these days. Yeah. Like, oh. But yeah, uh, that's it. That's no, it? Those, yeah. Just those new movies. Same TV shows. I've got too much TV to watch. That's all the I same I know, ones. it's always the way. Taskmaster. You know, Blow Succession. Up. Um, fuck off. <laughs> what the fuck's Blow Up? It's, blow up it's is Channel Lego 7's Lego Masters ripoff about blowing up balloons. I watched one episode, hated myself, and they've never returned. It's not, it's rating poorly. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> So, do you think that uh, that uh, channel t- ch- TV is coming back? <laughs> Seven's not. <laughs> uh, Seven's literally the worst fucking. Nice, I love that. I watched the Michael Sorry. J. Fox <laughs> documentary. Oh, I downloaded Still. that. It looks really good. It is a very good doco about him and how he sailed to his heights after Back to the Future and everything like that, and then his Parkinson's diagnosis and how that changed him. Really great doco. Mm. Really liked it. Would recommend. Mm. Um, I was in a bit of a, um, you know, a little bit of a, let's put on a bit of a slasher film. I was in a bit, mm. a bit of a mood. Occasionally I get these yeah, sort of, you I know. I wanted to watch a really scary film. Yeah. Was like, yeah. It'd be nice to just be fucking terrified. And so I watched X, which I hadn't seen before. I've Have seen the, po- I've seen the poster for it. I've yeah. yeah, yeah. And who's, isn't it got an Australian star in it? Um, or is it just, uh, it's got like, it's someone, one of the girls is like relatively She's becoming famous now. Yeah, right? she's got, Mia Goth is the lead, it, yeah, and Jenna Ortega's in it as well. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Jenna Ortega being in it. Um, you know, it's 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 quite a um, you know, gory fest. Um, I'm not a massive fan of gore. No, I must yeah. admit, I was like, this is a bit much. I like scares, not yeah, not gore, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw far too much old person nudity. Um, nice, <laughs> but that was after the movie. <laughs> Oh, too spooky. Oh, better get that oh. better get my kink up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yes. And uh I would be remiss. I also did watch Napoleon Dynamite. Great rewatch. Hell yeah. Would recommend. Hell yeah. Um and Little Miss Sunshine um, as well. I watch it for the first time a couple uh, months back now. Uh, great film. I really like that film. Um keep vamping for a bit. I need to look up a movie. And and uh it would be remiss for me not to mention at Eurovision. Yeah, the Eurovision happened. Yes, that did happen. Uh, controversy, Alex. Lots of controversy. controversy. Please, please. Controversy galore. Well, I have no idea. Finland Explain to me what should have won. They won the popular vote, but Sweden won. Mm-hmm. The juries, all, and it's, we think it's rigged because it's going back to Sweden next year on like the 80th anniversary of ABBA. 50th. 50th yeah. anniversary of ABBA. So it's like all this stuff. And like everyone's come out and be like, yeah, it's pretty rigged considering like when you look at the votes, Finland should have won. Mm. So yes. everyone's like, that was a, a massive popular vote. Yeah, for it, Finland, it was it was a bit rigged. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a bit rigged. I was glad Australia came in the top ten. What? So why did they rig it? They rigged it because, because they wanted the story of because it's fifty years, it's fifty since years ABBA since ABBA and it comes Eurovision. back to Sweden, comes yeah. home. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Um, even though you know they're known Abbey Road, and so it was in Liverpool. <laughs> 
this year. But yeah, anyway, uh, and we had that little sort of ABBA celebration-y thing already. Yeah. But anyway, that was all right. I'm glad Australia finished, what, ninth or whatever. We were in the top ten. Suck it, Europeans. Um, <laughs> Who allow us to enjoy <laughs> being part of their contest every year. We are so thankful. We are, and it's actually, it could be our last year because uh, our contract expired this year. Oh, no, because so we, we haven't bowed down it. to King Charles. <laughs> we're renegotiating it. I don't know oh. what the outcome will that be, but, it, you know, Voyager did a pretty good show. I think it was a good song, good show. We finished top 10, beat a lot of European nations. It was a good nice, time. Nice, nice. Good time. Did you look up what you wanted to look up? Uh, yeah, I found the movie and I decided that we're going to watch it on the podcast. <laughs> That's good. I have two more things I want to yeah, touch on. Please. Uh, you watched the new Bridgerton? Weren't you in the last Bridgerton? Are you watching I, the new one? I got told that season two of Bridgerton was trash, but I have seen that the new Bridgerton is the Queen, and yep. that is something I'm kind of interested yeah. in. I haven't watched it yet, but it's it's on the list. Yeah. I, haven't, mm. I haven't watched it, but I, no, I know it was out, and I knew you liked the first season. I did like the first season. I didn't, season. but that's fine. Um, another show that we did start, we only watched one episode, but weirdly, so it's a so it's an Apple TV show. It's like one of those shows, like the best show no one's going to watch. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. It's called Silo. Mm. stars Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, yeah, I started I to watch that, that and yeah. I was like, this is a good sci-fi premise that I'm probably going to be into. Yeah. I want some time to like Well, watch we it. accidentally, we started, we're like, yeah, watch, watch it. We watched it through a whole episode before we realized it was the third episode. Oh. And honestly, honestly, I, I was like, I think it did like, I got the world. There was just a bit of backstory. I'm like, oh, there's flashbacks that we'll get to that later. But it's like, oh, oh no, God. I've missed the first two episodes. But... <laughs> It was still fucking good. I was invested the whole okay. time. Do you reckon, do you I was reckon? able. I figured out who the characters were. I was like, I get the. Uh, there was just a bit of stuff where I'm like, oh, this just is an interesting bit, way yeah. to do it. And I'm like, oh no, it's my fault. I missed the. I missed what the first episode. Oh my god, because I like. And now I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch yeah. them and I'll understand more about that third episode. So, so my brother and my mom started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm from like season nine backwards, and oh, they went last episode. All the way, way back through the season. And they were like, I was like, who the fuck is this person? And they're like, we don't know. We haven't found out yet. <laughs> and they loved it. They were like, this is so good because you're going back and you're finding the origin episodes and you're laughing your ass off because you see where it like ends up. And I'm like, what if you just did that? I don't know that? if I could do that for full nine seasons. No, 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 no. no, no, no. So yeah, it's, it, it, like, because it was just on for ages for them. But, uh, but like, what if I did that with Silo? <laughs> what if I went to season, like the last episode, I went backwards. Oh no, it's getting released weekly. weekly. You'd oh, have okay. to wait till the end. I'll wait till the end of the season and then I'll watch it. Backwards. That's what happened. Cause like we downloaded it, but it was weekly. So I was like, hit play. We just start watching. Nice. And I was like, oh, that's the most recent episode that's popped yeah. up. Yeah. The Apple TV like website sucks. It's, not great, it's so no. shit. And, and, and like, I really hate that they're like, oh, but you need an iPhone to get But yeah, it was really good. The whole episode I watched was an episode about them fixing a machine mm-hmm. nice. like that they needed to survive nice. and it was just like that's always so tense that's always a great sci-fi premise it's like we are reliant on this we need it yeah. to work and if they're we like don't things are we fun. have to shut down the power the first time in a hundred years yeah. and it's yeah. like oh. and the that's police cool. are like uh. yeah that's so cool <laughs> they're like we're just peacekeepers we've never had to actually deal with anything <laughs> that's so good hell yeah that I, yeah we've only watched an episode but like it had me okay. and it was like the third episode when <laughs> I had nothing else. that reminds me of like a battle that's a that's battle still, Galactica yeah, premise <laughs> it's just like so, we need to shut the ships down and everyone needs to just be cool mm-hmm. be cool it's good. good. You may not have your hyperdrive or whatever. Oh my god, that whole that whole like arc about the ship that is processing fuel. Yep. For the entire like yep. fleet and is like, we're sick of this shit. And they're mm. like, we're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna die if you stop. <laughs> so good. So good. Or it's Hell like, yeah. I don't have any food on our ship. Yeah! Can you uh, oh, bring can some we... shit over here? Oh, that's 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 priority B. Nah, not anymore. <laughs> awesome shit. Love that. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, thank you, Alex. No, thank, thank you, Alex. You. 
And uh, thank you, listeners, for listening yet again to our uh, rambles oh, about yeah. uh, films that we like. Lap we'll be <laughs> back next time with a new dealer and a new choice. Indeed. What? <laughs> <laughs>